out on the beat like Bow Wow Cone Rolls wanna be Mike Laced up to the top, about to take flight Meet me at the rim? <laughs> yes, I keep it going Yeah, I'm flowing like a prophet I am chosen to fix this world that is broken Here's a lesson, better noted We all try to be civil Hashtag shut up and dribble Pledge allegiance to the flag While they emptied out the mag Take a knee for the politics Got him on the knees, now just suck it Whoa, no homo Don't choke, get it right, Tony Romo <laughs> Yeah, that was kinda raw, wasn't it? Finesse words all day for the fun of it Nowadays, no one cares Cause a man can't say and get away with No punishment Ah, but don't sit well with me I lost change, but it's still incomplete Gotta be more radical than Malcolm Xing out all possible outcomes Trump sparking School's marksman Got wall fires, that's sparking Can't forget kids are starving But they the only folks marching How much longer? Will this linger? Stacking problems like Jenga, issues piss life with stingers, and I'm out two fingers. Yo, what is going on, my people, my family, my friends? We are back with another week of great knowledge, great news, just great family. Bringing up more stuff to you guys today. Of course, it's your boy, Hardy Boy, always bringing the energy. Of course, I have the lovely Saran Hardy here on my left and the black unicorn, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Gary Hardy. What's going on, guys? What's up? What's up? Hey, y'all. We're here to do it again. Man, another week. It's sunny outside. It's great. First of all, let's bring attention to it. Happy Fourth of July weekend to everybody. I hope you guys go out and have a blessed time. Enjoy yourselves. Celebrate America, and you know, just kind of just be with family and enjoy the time together. This is a this is a beautiful time. The weather is nice today. Sunny, Claps. bright. Oh, of course, we gotta get the applause. So once again, happy 4th of July to everyone. Hope you and your family are safe and enjoy it together. So today's episode is all about spreading love. If you've seen our promotions and our cover art, everything is about love and celebrating love and bringing the acknowledgement, recognition to all the love that's happening right now. I know we have a lot of negative things going on out in the world. So we wanted to bring some positivity to these changes that are happening. So we've orchestrated a couple shout outs to people who are dear to our heart and important to us. Since I'm bringing it up, I'll go first. I have three shout outs that I want to have recognized at the moment. My first one goes out to my nephew down in Richmond doing big things. He has officially graduated from elementary school and is now moving on to sixth grade in the middle school. Second is one of my best friends, my brother. He received a new job opportunity. And surprisingly to him, the two headquarters are in places where he either wants to move to or where he currently lives. So that's great news for him and his family. And lastly, it's to one of my best friends in college, probably the first person I ever met. She was like a sister to me all the time. She's actually come down and visited me where I showed her around D.C. She got her master's degree in education. So I'm going to give a round of applause to my group of people, and then I'm going to hand it off. All right, Snoop, who you got over there? Um, I got two of my little shawties, my baby cousins, who not so baby anymore. Uh, they finally came, graduated high school, so they're on to their next chapter in life, becoming freshmen. So just wanted to give them some love and motivation. Don't gain that freshman 15, y'all. <laughs> Facts. Hey, another cheer for the people, man. That's what's up. Shout out to those graduating and making their way to college. New chapter. Gator, what you got? Okay, okay. I want to send a shout out of love to Grandma, who was laid to rest on June 26, 1982. 
this day was made even more miraculous because my sister made it more better when the Holy Spirit spoke to her to go out and lay flowers on that exact day, 38 years later, a week ago today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No better. Next, another shout out of love goes to my friend in Cocoa, Florida, who passed, rest in power, and always showed me love no matter when and where we came together around the world. Mm-hmm. And lastly, I spoke with a couple of brothers from back in the day this week. And it was a great, it was really great to reminisce with them. One of the great quotes from the movie Friday Night Lights, I love all y'all. <laughs> a round of applause for them too as well. So we're glad we got to share that with all of you all uh, listening. We hope you guys are doing the same thing. Take this time to spread the love and share and some memories and Continue to connect and reconnect. I know quarantine has definitely kept us separated from a lot of people and family. And I know these protests and all these movements going on has caused a lot of strife in life. But we need to always look at the positives because that's one of the deacons at my church says, another day above ground and you know it. Oh, man, that's a good day. So continue on into the show. Like we always start, we're going to start with the numbers of COVID-19. So going into that right now, we're going to start with the worldwide numbers. We are currently at roughly 11 million confirmed cases, over 520,000 deaths, and just about five and a half million have recovered worldwide. For those of you in the United States, we are up to roughly 2.8 million confirmed cases, over 130,000 deaths, and 1.2 million of those people have recovered. Hardy, Hardy boy, what's some news going on with COVID right now? Oh, yeah, it's, it's still depressing for the most part. Florida, Texas, Arizona, California, just a handful of the major states show a spike this uh, this week. As a matter of fact, I think they're up to like, uh, it's over 5,000 or 75. Too many. Too many, exactly. Uh, and Florida had over 10,000 confirmed cases in 24 hours, right? Mm-hmm. That's Exactly. And because of that, South Beach will not open this 4th of July. Oh, oh here we go. Nope, nope. Let's do this one. There you go. Yeah. And along that same line, man, because we are so hard headed and have these outrageous numbers against the rest of the world. The USA has been banned from traveling to Europe this summer. You believe that? Wow. That sucks, man. How we get banned from a whole continent? There's only seven continents on this planet, one of which is too cold to travel to. And Europe, we can't even go to Europe no more, man. That's crazy. Mm, Won't be no biking around France and stuff, tour day, whatever. None of that. Yep. We so, gotta get control. We gotta get control. I'm sorry. We gotta get control of this uh, this virus, man. I don't blame them, right? You are gonna bring yeah. it over to us, and we not even trying to do the right thing. So, yeah, other countries I, have have definitely take, taken taken in the initiative to handle their situation with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off. You had something else? No, that's it. That's the ugly truth. Well, continue with the ugly truth. We probably got one more ugly truth that we want to go into. That way we can flip the switch and talk this whole episode about love. 
In the news in Wisconsin, Althea Bernstein was a victim of a hate crime where four white men poured gasoline and lighter fluid on her and her car and set her on fire. Wow. It's like I said, like I said in past episodes, it's like no matter how much we expose and bring evidence to the situation that's going on, it just continues to happen. It seems like it's happening more often now. And I don't want to say it's happening more often, but you know, we all have cell phones and social media, so it's traveling faster. You gotta agree. have so much hate to approach somebody, dump gasoline on them, and light them on fire. That's like next level hatred, mental illness. I don't even know. That's crazy. That is crazy. All the above. <laughs> and it's sad because, uh, you know, she's a biracial Jewish lady, young lady. And luckily, she has, she wasn't dead. She's recovering right now. She's received so much love and support from her peers, family, and so much, so many others around the world who are sending in their love and support for her. So I guess that's a positive out of this situation. You know, we're showing her some love and we're trying to support her. Currently, the four white men that she claims that did this have not been found. They have a reward looking for these people. Mm. But switching over, Hardy Boy, you got any other news? Hopefully to uplift our spirits. Yes and no. Um, we had some victories on on the, on the big big screen. The Supreme Court, depending on what side of the abortion issue you are, did knock down a restriction where they were going to close all the clinics in Louisiana. So mm-hmm. that was a victory again, depending on what side of, you know the aisle you are. Right, and, pro-choice versus pro-life. Yep. And Congress was unable, again, to come to an agreement this week with the police reform bill. They Mm -hmm. are stuck on three major items, the no-knock, the chokehold, and can't sue the police after they commit what we think are crimes. So there's no movement there. We're still going back and forth between the Senate and the House of Representatives. So, again, we'll keep you posted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that no knock is a warrant. The no knock warrant can't sue police right after a crime or incident has occurred. And that third one you said again? The notorious chokehold. Right, the chokehold. Right, right, right. I understand. And again, it depends on what side you're on. Mississippi changed the flag. Yep, they are modifying their state flag. And they're removing the Confederate flag part out of the top left corner of it, correct? That's correct. So, yeah, again, that's I really don't think that's so much of which side of the spectrum you're on on that. I just think that, you know, as a union, as a federal country, we should all be under the same formats. Right. We you, we got to kind of remove the Confederate flags because Saran, right. They lost the Civil War. Right. I don't understand why we got statues and we're repping the losing team. They people say you don't remember who comes second, but why are we remembering who came second? I'm confused, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean that that's about as plain and simple as I could put it. The runner up is the first loser, right? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and to kind of close, I do wanna honor since we're kind of talking about the flag representing the military, I kind of want to honor a special woman, Vanessa Goodyear. She was a soldier down in Fort Hood, Texas. She actually went missing back in April, and they found parts of her body dismembered this past week. And so 
we kind of just want to send our hopes and prayers to their family. Hope they, you know, get all the support they need, cope and mourn the way they, the best way they can with the situation. I know she also spoke about sexual harassment within the military. So right now, FBI and is it military investigators? They're also trying to investigate to see if those claims are true with the killer as well. So switching over, Snoop, what what you bring on your list to the show today? You know, I got Holly Woo 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 up in here. <laughs> but yeah, as we said uh, last week, the BET Awards was on on Sunday. Yep, so yep. we got a couple big winners. Oh. My black is beautiful. My black is beautiful. Thank you. Period. Uh, we got a couple big winners, big names. You know, Meg took the female hip hop artist of the year. Boom. Yep. Hot girl summer, all that. Yep, um, yep. Thank you. Uh, that boy Roddy Rich came out, opened the BET Awards, first of all, and he got two awards. He got New Artist of the Year, and he got the Album of the Year, which was fire. If you don't know, I basically put that album to platinum because I replayed it so much. <laughs> but... Okay, we can give a round of applause for that. Way to go. We we applaud your support, Saran, on that. <laughs> and I guess the most important, they had to acknowledge Queen. She got the Humanitarian Award, Queen Beyonce. We got a couple haters, but we ain't going to name no names. <laughs> Mr. Hardy. <laughs> but, you know, they had to give Queen something. It don't matter. Again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. And uh, they also honored, you know, those who passed. Some of the big names, of course, Kobe Bryant being one of the main names that happened earlier this year. But what actually happened last week, uh, rest in power to Huey. Me and Saran grew up on him in our childhood. The man who made Pop Lock and Drop It. That was the OG knees. Your knees got to be on mag status to be hitting that. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So he he passed away uh, involved in a shootout this past week. So, again, we want to send our prayers and condolences to their family as well. Hope they cope with it and mourn in the way, best ways they can possible. Of course. Um, also, what happened... On Twitter, you know, Twitter always coming for people, always bashing. They came for my shorty, Marsai Martin from Blackish, a little shorty girl. We had some hurt feelings in this house, but rightfully so. She's a youngin'. She didn't deserve that hate for her little wig that she had on. She thought she so was cute. What was the what was the hate on her? What I don't understand why we were hating. It was just we're okay. The public is used to seeing her in the braids. She looks so good in her braids or like cute little hairstyles, like teenage hairstyles. But she popped out with the blonde, as Twitter said, Wendy Williams wig. Wow. And so seeing that wig on her little face, it just didn't suit her, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Granted, Twitter didn't have to bash her, I guess. But when you're in that spotlight, I don't know what else you expect. Twitter, com- nobody is safe. Twitter yeah. came for Blue Ivy. Twitter comes for anybody. So you can't really get that hurt. But Right, especially when you're at that level. Like some people would say, she's the executive producer of movies. She's doing a lot of big grown-up type things, so she should be able to take grown-up type criticism. But we also still got to remember that she's still a 16-year-old little girl who is still growing and developing. So we can't damage our, our young Black women, man. We got to keep them uplifted and supported in every way possible. But she did kind of flip it on him, didn't she? 
She sure did. She came out ready. She said, wow, acting like she was crying with blowing snot on $100 bills. So that's definitely the biggest flex, saying that y'all are broke, making fun of me while I'm making this money. So, hey, she's still winning. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The BET Awards. Great, great, great. This week, Jada Kiss versus Fable, the versus battle. That was a that was a really good battle. I know a lot of people tuned in for that. I definitely tuned in all two hours of it. It was a great time, man. They were lit, both literally and with large consumptions of alcohol. So Rock P Diddy supplied it, Hardy. Yep, yeah. They said they swear uh, Jada smashed uh, Fable, but everybody woke up the next morning humming some of Fable stuff. So. Uh... You know, he's got the sing-along tracks, and Kiss got the, you know, the underground, hard, street, streets. But I, like I say, that was that was the first one we really, you know, paid attention to, and they were live. Yeah, man, Fabulous got, he waited till that second hour to bring him out because he brought all his mainstream bangers, man. I couldn't wait till he started hitting. What was the one, uh, Jada Kiss was like, Into You with Tamia and Ashanti. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I'm playing this at my wedding. He was lit. Fabo waited till they got a little toasty off the Ciroc and Doucet to really get <laughs> They had every color of Ciroc in that room. So the the two artists that went before Jada Kiss and Fabo was Alita, were Alicia Keys and John Legend. And Alicia Keys actually just did something this weekend on Nickelodeon, a Nickelodeon special called Kids, Race, and Unity. And that was just a big episode where they kind of brought kids from all over the world and talked to them about what they're doing and what they're trying to do to be activists during these moments. You know, a lot of kids are too young to go out and protest. So some of them had lemonade stands or concession stands where they were giving out free food to those who were driving by. There was a couple of friends that shared their experiences with, you know, being a biracial friend group. You know, they had white friends, black friends, mixed friends, Asian friends. So they were talking about how they go about their everyday lives. And then there was one group that organized something in Nashville, a big protest movement. I think it was Teens Against Racism or something like that. But it was a bunch of teenagers that came out and supported that. So I think that was great that, you know, Nick Cannon is definitely doing his thing, being, you know, owner of Nickelodeon right now. He got his girl, Alicia Keys, to come in and do a special episode. And, you know, we just got the kids involved and, like everyone says, they're the future. A celebration. It's a celebration. So we want to applaud that as well. Yes, yes, Applaud that as well. So what's <laughs> what's this rumor that's going on right now? You know we, we got to get the tea. What's, go ahead. Give me, what's the tea, man? Because uh, I got to figure it out. I'm on my Kermit right now. It's getting real messy out there with this whole Jada, August, and Will love triangle going on. Not the Fresh Prince, man. Come on. Yeah, so apparently it's all over Twitter, which some folks say this is old news, but it's really coming out now. So it's new news to me. But (laughs) August came out and said that him and Jada have been in a love a fair thing, but not really a fair because he got permission from Will Smith himself to allow these relations to go on. Uh-huh. Now. What's Jada's and Will position? Oh, yeah. Were- well, apparently they're no longer 
associate themselves as a married couple, but as life partners. Oh. So I guess that means, yeah, they're talking about, I think Jada said this on the Red Table podcast that she has. She was talking about, you could be on this side of the house, I could be on that side of the house, but we have elevated to this point where we're in each other's space for life. And that means you're there until death do you part, which is said in your vows. But isn't that what a marriage is? I'm confused. So that, that must be a, a, another level. And the fine print has got to be, do not try this at home. It can't be because that ain't it. But hold on. Can we talk about the fact the house is that big <laughs> where you on one side and I'm on the opposite <laughs> side? I'm just, anyways, moving Drake forward. Said that. Drake was like, my house so big, I haven't seen the boys in two days. I use a walkie-talkie. Like, I'm trying to get like that. But anyway, so Jada came out finally and said she's going to have a woman-to-woman where herself <laughs> at Red Table Talk and, mm-hmm. you know, sort out and, I guess, give the people the answers that we need because we need to figure this out. Oh man, August got his hair dyed rainbow colors. He's okay. shaking and crying. He's nauseous. He don't do drama. That whole little interview with Angela E from the Breakfast Club was a lot, man. He was yeah, I need to know what Jada and Erica Badu be doing to these men because what is the spiritual connection or whatever? They need to write down a guide or something. For real, man. So let's uh let's get back to the spread more love and some more recognition. Maya Moore, a WNBA star, she actually stepped away from the game to go help a a man who was falsely convicted, Jonathan Irons in Missouri. He was sentenced to 50 years for burglary and assault with a gun. And he served 23 of those years. And he was just released this week at the age of 40 due to the help and support of Maya Moore. So let's get a round of applause for that, shall we? Absolutely. So, yeah, Maya Moore is doing big things. And she's one of the many athletes, period, who have stepped away from the game to support not only the Black Lives Movement, but just equality and livelihood all over. Yep, yep. She's, uh, like you say, uh, an athlete that's using her platform to get the message out there. And, and it's that's a bold step to step away from your, your paper, you know, to make a conscious decision that this is a, a bigger issue than your livelihood, your personal livelihood, just doing the right thing. So I definitely applaud her. And as you stated, she was at the top of her game, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, one of the top three in the WNBA, one of the top three players currently. So so she was definitely getting paid. And to walk away from that just shows how big of a person she truly is. Much respect and love goes out to her. Um, some more celebrities have put out their efforts to support Black Lives Matter. Ludacris, Lala Anthony, CP3, or Chris Paul, for some of you guys all don't know that acronym, and Gabrielle Union have supported Slutty Vegan down in Atlanta. It's a restaurant down there by paying out the restaurant where a whole day anybody could come in there and eat all day for free. Oh, man. So big cheers for that. A lot of people have been going in and out of there eating good. I know I'm definitely not. I'm not a vegan, but I might go try it. I would have went vegan that day. (laughs) But yeah, so 
the what sparked them to join in and make this moment for her is the owner, Pinky Cole of Slutty Vegan. What she did was she partnered with the HBCU, Clark Atlanta University, to send all four of Rashad Brooks' children to college when they were grown and ready. So that was huge that she reached out to them and got to school to partner with her. And for those, some of you guys who may not know or somehow slipped your mind, Rashad Brooks was the man who was killed at a Wendy's for sleeping in the drive-thru by police officers. And he had four children. So she partnered with the HBCU and all four of those kids will have their colleges completely paid for for four years. Wow. wow. No. That's, that's huge. Yep, yep. But she didn't stop there. She went one extra step and provided the entire, I'm sure the immediate family, with life insurance and a new car. So she went and went ahead and made sure that they had life insurance and they can cover any other expenses that they need. So that was really huge. One more round of applause for Pinky Cole. So again, we're just bringing a lot of love to the show, a lot of recognition out there because even though it seems so grim out here with the constant reminders of the Black Lives movements and the LGBTQ and all the other stuff that's going on, you know, sports, the pandemic, everything that's going on. We're just trying to bring some light and some positivity to this. And dad, you have one more thing you wanted to talk about? I think HBO, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. HBO is, you know, uh, real sports. That's one of the, my favorite uh, sports program. And uh, they had a particular different show for June, the month of June 2020. And this specific one did a lot of, you know, they're usually informing us of what's going on and, you know, different scenarios and, and, and situations that people find themselves in. Well, this episode, they really just listened and allowed the public to inform them. So they had a lot of good uh, social conscious media and uh, takeaways. And it really fits what we're going through today. So I highly recommend that you, you know, tune in to HBO Real Sport. And it's the June 2020 episode. And it's it's a very uh, informative uh, episode for everyone to get into. And that's hosted by Brian Gumble. Your boy, esteemed Brian Gumble. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And he's doing it virtually from home. So, yeah, you get to look around his little spot, see what he looked like without makeup the whole night. And, and a gray beard. He was uh, <laughs> really, wasn't he? Man. But one of, one of the most powerful scenes in that in that episode I was watching with my dad, we actually watched two to three more times afterwards, was the scene that this little kid playing in his own driveway, playing basketball little black African-American male, probably about seven, eight years old, just hooting hoops. He hears sirens coming up his street and he immediately just goes and hides behind his truck. Wow. And that was so kind of gut-wrenching to me because you're in your own driveway, minding your own business, but you know, as a black man in America, you hear sirens, you don't know if that's for you. So he goes and hides behind his truck as as the police car drives past his house, but to him, he don't know if it's coming to his house or what's going on, but he went and actually hid. And, and the way he did it was just so nonchalant, like that's part of dribbling the basketball. Oh, sorry, let me just step right behind the truck here 
until that passes. And then he came back out and, you know, dribbled again and continued on. Jeez. It was so instinctive, man. But that was a powerful scene. But, yeah, definitely go check that out on HBO for the month of June 2020 this year. Lastly, I do want to reach out and give a special shout-out to all the soccer leagues over in Europe. They have been hearing and supporting us from afar. So every league in the Barclays League, Premier League in England, the La Liga in Spain, the Bundesliga in Germany, and the Italian League, Serie A, they all have Black Lives Matter on their jerseys. And before every game, they all take a knee in their positions for a moment of silence. And that's just huge. They all all get on their knee before they start the kickoff and take a moment of silence, probably 10 to 15 seconds, and then they start the game with Black Lives Matter on their jerseys. So that's a huge thing. Round of applause for them. I don't know why he say lastly, for some reason this guy don't want to track the NBA. What else is there? <laughs> But they still they still pushing back, man. I got to do the numbers, but they still they going up against uh, one another, man. They're they're some some of the guys, some of the players are testing positive for Mm -hmm. you know, and very good, uh, you know, one through five are teams this time. Denver, you know, Jersey, you know, some real high caliber teams are coming up positive, and uh, the Clippers. Guys are kind of nervous as to whether to play or not. And, you know, what they're stating, you know, it's all about a lot of these guys have the newborns that I'm finding. Those are the guys that are really, really, you know, in between as to come on out or to stay, you know, with the family. So, which you can understand. Yeah, definitely. And, yeah, I mean, it is a touchy thing. Like he said, Mike Trout just came on probably the biggest name in MLB, he's nervous about playing because of his newborn. So, you know, we've talked about it. If it was just, you know, me and the wifey, I would risk it all day. I would ball all day. But, you know, people got to consider their newborn and their family and their elders as well. So that's a huge thing. So a lot of players are still in consideration, which is kind of weird because they talk about how clean things, the weight rooms and the restaurants and stuff are kind of making me nervous. How were we living before? Like, how clean right. were we? How clean were we truly? Like now we putting up plexiglass and cashiers. I'm I'm nervous to think were we clean prior to this pandemic? We got a whole bunch of creative ideas right now. Exactly. We just saw oh. a commercial with the mattress warehouse or something. They pulling out new right. bed how, sheet coverings. Why didn't we figure that before? Like, okay. Wash your hands. We weren't washing our hands last. I mean, not enough. And you know how we used to have the uh, the little socks to try on shoes? Say if you came in there without socks, you had the little socks to try on some shoes. That the, that's how they got the uh, the pillows and the bedding at Mattress Warehouse and other mattress sales. They actually have a pullout sheet that you do at the hospital. Pull something over the bed, a fresh one every time you get on. So, yeah, it's kind of nerve-wracking to see how we, we were living. Dirty. Really, we were, we were kind of trifling. Oh, snap. Did we mention Cam Newton? Man. The Why are you doing me like that? I know you. that's your second home, Boston, Bentley graduate. But uh, come that's on, man. We, 
That's you probably better ride why. with Cam now. Yeah, that's why. That's probably why I was trying to size stuff. I wasn't trying to think about that on Patriots, man. Uh, Cam, really? Man, and that's huge news, too. I'm a, I got to be a Patriots fan now, don't I? Ew, no. No. Uh, I mean, I'm really a Cam Newton fan, not a Patriots fan. Oh, it's like it's like being a LeBron fan when you go to Miami, Cleveland, and the Lakers. I'm a Newton fan. <laughs> okay. Cam Newton, yes, sir. He's uh, back in the league, and uh, we look to see him do big things. He's got a second, which I don't get. I mean, this guy's been MVP. We've never seen a quarterback the size and his skill set, but yet he's got to take minimum money. Hey, yeah. The man's going to make $1 million in a contract and has the potential to make $7 million for incentives and bonuses, like, you know, how many touchdowns and, and Crazy stuff like numbers that. he put up. He then he'll get, you know. Right. Which is still crazy to me because he's better than 20 starters in the NFL right now. And the fact that he had to starve for a job, and I don't mean starve literally. I just mean he was not working. And finally got signed. And a lot of people talking, comparing him to Jared Stidham, talking about will he start or will he not start. Swagoo said it best on the first take. He said, if Cam Newton is healthy, he will start week one. No contest. It it don't matter that Jared Stidham was under Tom Brady. He knows the system. He lived with Belichick. Nah, if Cam Newton is healthy at 6'6", 240, no contest. He started. Cam Newton made a bunch of people retire, so I don't understand. This man is literally Superman. He rips his chest open for a reason. So, big support. So, I guess we'll give Cam a little support here. Some love. One more. <laughs> this will be the one and only time you guys will hear me cheer in relation to the Patriots. So, make sure you guys document this. And Speaking of heroes, I think Cap got something in the works. Aren't they doing a a docu series with uh, what's her name? Is it Ava Dunleavy? Oh yeah, one of the big time uh, producers. It's That's a Netflix series. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're working on it. I don't think they have the completed yet. Yeah, I think it's about finished, and they're close to releasing. I think they're doing final edits. But yeah, Netflix is doing a docu series on Cam Newton. I mean, not Cam Newton, Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. Yep, yep, yep. That's who it is. So, one more round of applause for him. Absolutely. Dog getting some money, getting paid, getting the story out there. That's that's beautiful. So, did I wrap everything up? Did I get everything this time? I ain't leaving nobody out, right? Mm-hmm. We got everybody. Cool. We got everybody. Cool. So, as we always come to a conclusion, as we like to end our shows, we like to give you guys two things to take away. One of them is from yours truly. I have a story this time. I'm doing the storytelling. So, everyone gather around the campfire. Get your popcorn ready. We're going on a trip. So, my mother and I this weekend, we had a little issue with our vehicle and a towing company. We went out one day and noticed that my Wrangler was not in the parking spot. And we usually, we have three vehicles, so we get two parking spots to our our parking townhouse area and then the visitors. 
And the way we do it is we rotate the vehicles every three days. That's the new rule that came about this year. Every three days, you got to rotate. You can't keep it over there forever. You got to move it. So we've been doing that. And one day, the car just came up missing. And my mom walked in, was questioning me, asking where the vehicle might have been. I was like, I just moved it over there yesterday. So I don't understand how I just left. So we went and did some investigation and we confronted a gentleman or the supervisor who takes pictures and keeps the the county or the the community area updated on making sure the cars are being moved constantly. The little neighborhood guy. Neighborhood watch. Right, the neighborhood watch. So we confronted him and talked to him. And at first he thought he was a superstar. He was like, oh, you guys want to talk to me? I must be someone important. So we kind of laughed and giggled with him. And we confronted him on why our car was missing. And at first he acted like he didn't know what we were talking about. We named the Wrangler. We the only Wrangler in this area, really. And so he was like, I don't know what car you're talking about. And then as we pulled up the information on how we moved it each day and whatnot, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that car was there for four days. Again, you get three nights. He said it was there for four nights. And we told him it wasn't. He had put a sticker on the window to let the tow trucks know and us know that you've been here too long. And the way I guess he must glue it on because he was really adamant about telling us, oh, well, you could have went and got Gugon. Do you know about Gugon? As if we were dumb and illiterate. I was like, yeah, we know about Gugon, but the cell phone come off the window. I'm daggone about to break my window trying to scrape that off. But the biggest issue here is the car was not here for longer than a night or two. And he had the nerve to be like, well, it doesn't matter. You could go to New York and back and park in that same spot. And it counts as a night. And the way he kind of spoke to us was in a very condescending, conceited way. And to me, I had to sit there and be quiet because I didn't want to be the person to be the angry black guy. So I let my mother handle it. But that shouldn't have made sense. But luckily for us, our neighbors, our next door neighbor has a camera outside the house. And it shows that our car is in our parking space with our parking tags and that I just moved it the night before. So we brought it up to the community pool housing area and they compared their timestamps with ours and comes to find out this guy is putting up is kind of making collages and merging different timestamps. He doesn't have a consistent time. He's just picking Thursday at 4 PM, Friday at 8 AM, Saturday at noon. You know, you need to have a consistent time every night, 7 PM. So moral of the story is if we were, a lovely white family, if I was a white young adult and my mother was a white female, he wouldn't have felt all condescending and conceited in the way he was telling us, oh, you could drive to New York and come back. And it was still kind of a night. He wouldn't have said, do you know about Gugan? As if we're some dumb, illiterate group of folks that live together. He would have came correct. And honestly, you probably wouldn't have got told. He probably would have took extra measures to make sure our stuff wasn't taken. So yeah, that's a little story I have for you guys. I just wanted to share that to let you guys know that even though we're doing the show and we live in a nice suburban area, we face stuff every day, every week, just like all those people you see on protests, just like all the victims that have 
you know, dealt with hate crimes, just like everybody around the world. We're, we're the same as everyone else. So that's one. Hardy Boy, you want to say the last one? Well, basically just, you know, love one another, man. That's where we are. That's what the topic is today. And uh, we just got to find some way to come together and continue to look out for one another and be receptive of one another and just understand, man, that we are different, but we are so much alike. So, again, please take the time out for your neighbors, spread the love for your family, you know, make the call back home, call your grandmother, call your mother, call your brothers and sisters, and just say, I love you. And, you know, we're going to say, why? Why are you calling? I just, <laughs> just called to say, hi, how you I doing? Love. I love you. And do that with everybody across all spectrums, white, black, with everyone. You know what I'm saying? Everyone needs love. Call out your friends, your families, your peers, all of that, like he said. Because two wrongs don't make a right. But some of us are mathematicians in the house and say that two negatives make a positive, huh? I'm just saying math is very exact. So it's never wrong. Multiply two negatives, you get a positive. So sometimes maybe (laughs) not for help. But I just want to go back to the story. Can y'all believe they didn't even call me? I've been walking around asking for the smoke. I've been like, today is the day. Like, let me have them. Let me. They didn't even call me. So I'm left in the house having to come back, get the information. Anyways, but I guess they said I would have made the situation worse. Man, Angela Davis been ready to ride. She's waiting for something to go on. She can't wait. She wants us to go to a grocery store and have something pop off. I go to Costco with my mom like every other day, just waiting, thinking today is the day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, she's funny. But yeah, make sure you guys spread the love. And to close, our gem as always, we would like to leave you guys with God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And with that, two fingers, peace and love. Two fingers, two up, two down. Two fingers, deuces. We out. How much longer will this linger? Stacking problems like Jenga. Issues piss life with stingers. And I'm out. Two fingers. Two fingers.